In this week's episode, we're kicking off 2020 with a bang. Lunar New Year starts this weekend while Rise of the Resistance hopes to avoid a disastrous opening. Take a load off and booze it up with pass holes at the new Alfresco Tasting Terrace in DCA. Disneyland After Dark tickets are still available for all four events. Just another couple weeks until we go back in time to the 80s. It's Knott's Berry Farm's 100th birthday this year and we're expanding to include some extra content for the occasion. Also, Frozen 2 breaks records, SoCal deals, New Year's Eve with Diggs, and more on this resolved episode of the Mousepire podcast. I'm Anthony. I'm Diggs. Welcome to Mousepire, your source for Star Wars, Disney, and everything in between. This is the podcast where both empires collide. Ladies and gentlemen, boys and girls, welcome to the Mousepire podcast. What's going on? Uh oh! The apprentice lives. What is this? You best start believing in ghost stories, Miss Turner. You're in one. Bring out me, Hardy Joe. You never had a friend like me. Some imagination, huh? <laughs> made you look happy new year it's new yeah it's new we're it's, back we're back and we're better than ever right welcome back yeah kata yeah exactly <laughs> i am trying to be better than ever are you i'm trying because i'm getting over a sickness because i was down with the sickness right <laughs> uh yeah i had a cough it wasn't that bad but you know how it is when you coughing and uh, hacking up a lung like tuberculosis. Exactly. <laughs> but um, I got sick a little bit ago. I'm just say a couple months ago I, I had got sick. All right. I went to the doctor, told him I had a cough, and they gave me cough medicine. So I still, they actually gave me two bottles of cough medicine that time. Only took maybe half of it, and I was fine. So I had that medicine left over. So when I got sick last week, I was downing that. Well, I, I wouldn't say downing it. You're only supposed to take a teaspoon of this stuff. Well, I, I'm not the one to take out a teaspoon and do that. I just open up the bottle and, and you know, drink it. I, I don't I don't drink too much. I, like, fill it up a little. Not You know what I'm saying. I just drink a little bit. Well, I think I I, uh-huh. I think I was drinking too much because it knocked me out. I just fell asleep. And then I was like, is this supposed to do this? I ch- checked the bottle and I said, may cause drowsiness. <laughs> Uh, yeah, I was more to the drowsy. I'll tell you that. <laughs> uh, That's why it's called NyQuil. No, it was something different. Oh, it wasn't NyQuil. No, it was the prescription. Oh, it was prescription. Well, Even then, better. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> exactly. So uh, yeah, I get a. Uh, it's it's uh, the cough is kind of gone, but you know a little. But you know how it is. Oh, well, I know. You just keep having it for the rest of the. Oh, I know. For the months and stuff. Yeah. I used to smoke. I know what's uh, I know what that's all about. <laughs> <laughs> all right. Hey, real quick. Uh, let's go back to last year real quick. Whoa. Backing it up. Because uh, I'm not beep, sure. Beep. 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 Okay. I'm, I'm not sure if we did this, but we want to thank Rachel, Wreck-It Rachel, for her cookies. 
Yes. <laughs> Anthony still has this package right here. I have the package right here. I've been having to sit here for the, just so I could hold it up for nobody <laughs> to look at, but so that I could read the cookies that oh, she brought. Okay, so real quick, uh, uh, we'd love to thank her. She sent it to uh, me and Anthony, of course, and to Dan the man. So we all got cookies. I love them. Um, Anthony's going to say or tell you what she sent us. Yes, uh, there was a chocolate chip. Snowballs, chocolate crinkles, and gingerbread. And I'm just going to come right out with it. If you send me more gingerbread, I will send you money. Oh, I would agree with you. I want more of those gingerbread. If if you send me just gingerbread next year, I would be very happy. I like this selection. But um, no, seriously, though, I... I don't care what I have to do. If you tell me that those are store-bought, you tell me where they came from. But if you made those, if you made those gingerbread and you make me more and send them to me, I will PayPal you money. I will send you money in the mail. I will do whatever I have to do to get more of those gingerbread cookies from you. And it sounds like that this guy would do the same. Uh, Those gingerbread was probably the best. He doesn't need as many as I knew because he's diabetic. But... uh, they have ginger, though. That's good for you, right? Oh, yes. There we go. It's so, good for our hearts. There you go. We need it. But, uh, yeah, out of the whole assortment, I think the gingerbread, oh, not, I, don't, I don't think, I know that the gingerbread was the best for me. And then the next was the chocolate crinkles. Yes. Uh, somehow, and I would like to know how you get your chocolate crinkles so much uh, darker and, uh, and uh, moister than uh, the ones that... Uh, my mom makes because hers are really really good but somehow yours are just darker and moister than hers uh hers is coming out of a old uh betty crocker cookbook that's probably like from the 50s or 60s so uh i don't know just whatever it is you're doing different but uh yeah the gingerbread cookies i want more please (laughs) please uh you contact him uh we'll talk send (laughs) (laughs) so um so yeah, uh, so basically yes, uh, gingerbread was awesome. So uh, wreck it, Rachel. We thank you for those cookies. Yes, this year. thank you very, really, very really much. Really. Send more. <laughs> Only gingerbread. <laughs> oh my gosh. Uh, let's see what else. Um, real quick, birthdays that came about and came and left. Uh, December twenty first was uh, my nephew's birthday, who turned thirteen. Uh, Jason, and then we Jesus. No, not, not not Jesus. Jason. Jason turned thirteen, <laughs> and of course on twenty uh, December twenty fifth was his father's birthday. Scott's birthday. He turned uh, old. <laughs> uh, and then uh, January first, uh, my nephew Kevin turned eighteen. He's a man now. Whoa! But you know how it is. They a man. <laughs> <laughs> no, not, not the genie. Not the genie. Oh. And then, of course, uh, January 6th, Miles from Tavala turned 13. Miles is 13 now. Old man. Uh, yes, and uh, we had awesome birthday fat time at uh, Buco de Beppo. You're a Buco. Thank you. And uh, it was pretty cool. It was fun. So happy birthday to all you guys. Real quick, uh, New Year's. New Year's Eve. I was at Disneyland to check out the festivities. And boy, was it packed. Now, it was just crazy packed. It was just like, usually when you're down there, you know, it gets all full for the fireworks. You, you know, you're by the castle. And they usually do that little um, 
one-way traffic going counterclockwise around the castle to frontier land. Right. If you want to go out, you have to go all the way that way to go up Main Street. Well, this was way different. It was basically a uh, counterclockwise through the lands. So you go down Main Street, you come down the back way, and uh, you go around, you know, of course, the plaza. And if you want to get to Frontierland, you have to go through Tomorrowland, <laughs> go around Matterhorn, through Fantasyland, if you're going to Frontierland. So basically the opposite of when the trail was closed. <laughs> <laughs> yes. It was crazy. Um, I was there checking things out. They even had a... Uh, cast members blocking the area in Tomorrowland. Usually when you're down there and they're blocking the area, it's right there by Star Tours, and they're telling you to go to the right. Well, they had the cast members lined up from the popcorn cart all the way, basically, Star Trader. You know why? Why? Because they don't have those goddamn french fries anymore <laughs> as to serve as blocks. So they screwed themselves, man. They screwed themselves. That could be probably why. Because they used to have those those stupid brocks there to block tra- to help block traffic and help block off things. And I know something you're going to be getting to in a minute also contributes to have missing out those oh, also go. Yeah, uh so yeah you go ahead and talk about that too because uh <laughs> i didn't even think about that until right now that yeah them missing those uh rocks now uh really kind of requires them to do a lot of di- different things for tr- uh, crowd control because now that's more open so when i got to uh, the parks in uh right there on main street right by the churro cart there's a this inflatable Thing that's whoa <laughs> yes <laughs> it basically had a sign that said uh no entry all lands and pointing basically to the backstage to the back area <clears throat> when you come around the plaza they had another one saying uh oh you show me the tomorrowland one yeah, that's right yes. tomorrowland is this way so right when you're walking in that area where if you're between the plaza and the railings basically they put these temporary walls up to block any view of the castle basically so you can't stop and look what's going on over there they also had the same thing on the other side by jolly holiday coming out of uh, adventureland they had it all blocked so you can't see anything going on it's basically over there. what they should do on all freeways to stop looking for the i traffic. agree i agree they should have something that just pops up <laughs> and then uh Yes, you go on your way. You can't see what's going on the other side. Exactly. <laughs> but uh, yeah, they had those uh, temporary walls put up, so you can't had no one stop to look what's going on. Yeah, I understand, but it's it, it's tacky. It was tacky. It's super tacky. Yeah. I mean, just the pictures you showed me, and I can't even imagine it. Probably looked a thousand times more <laughs> tacky being there, and especially when you get from your side on the walkway, it looked tacky. Imagine if you're in the, the street looking at it. Looking out, it looks probably even looks even worse. Yeah. So, so was it just on the one side, or was it on Jolly Holiday side too? No, Jolly Holiday and Tomorrowland side. See, that's uh, yeah. So I mean, you coming down Main Street, then if you're walking down Main Street and you open up into the hub, all you see is walls. It looks uh, uh, tacky. So anyway, <coughs> I was just walking around checking things out, and they were doing the nine o'clock countdown for the East Coast. So I uh, said, okay, I'm going to check this out. And it was right there by Small World Plaza. 
checking that out. They did the countdown and they played some songs or whatever, you know, for their New Year's. And then right after that, they uh, went into Mickey's Mixed Magic. So I was watching a little bit of that. And so was, there wasn't fireworks? No, there wasn't. Well, we'll get to that in a minute. I meant for the uh, yeah, yeah, they for the East Coast, there was no fireworks. Yeah, yeah, that's what they were doing. Oh, it was fireworks, and then they went into Mixed Magic. Yeah, they oh, did okay. the fireworks for the countdown, and then, oh, okay. and then like two minutes of... But it was like the short fireworks, not like yeah, not yeah. like the one, the other year, some of the years were that one year we were there, and they, when they uh, did the full fireworks for New Year, for 9 o'clock, and then there was, then of course... They ended up the uh, twelve o'clock got canceled, right? Because of high winds, right? Higher upstairs, upstairs. So um, I was watching some of the mixed magic, and then I was like, "Okay, I'm gonna uh, I'm gonna head out of here," because I figured, you know what, it's too packed here. I don't want to be here. I'm gonna go to the uh, to DCA. Oh, okay. I thought I was like thought you were you were leaving. I'm like, what? <laughs> yeah, I, I, I got there for an Cray, hour, Cray. hour, and I left. <laughs> but when I turned around to try to leave. Nope. It wasn't happening. It was not happening. <laughs> I was like, ah. So I stayed there for Mixed Magic, watched that, and waited for the crowds to kind of die down, you know, to scatter. And as I was heading over, going back towards Tomorrowland, uh, over there somewhere in between um, the Matterhorn and Tomorrowland, they had cast members blocking it off, telling you you had to go the other way. I'm like, oh, no, that's not happening. So I just waited over there a little bit. And as soon as I see the crowd dying down, coming from the Tomorrowland area, I walked that, you know, back that way and everything. Uh, finally left the park, <clears throat> headed over to uh, DCA to go check out what was going on over there. Um, it was pretty cool. It wasn't that bad. It wasn't that crowded, of course. They had a DJ playing in uh, Hollywood Land area. And then they had uh, DJ Wendy was over there in the... Have you not gone over there before on New Year's? Yeah, yeah, I was there two years ago with okay. uh, Mr. Knight, remember? Oh, yeah, that's right. And uh, so, but that, that, that year was better because they had a band playing there. Mm. So they had DJ Wendy over at uh, the Paradise Garden uh, area, what do you call it? The park, Paradise Park, Um, which was really cool. What they have in Tomorrowland? I thought that's where, I figured that's where she would have been, but. Oh, uh, they had another DJ guy there. Oh, but it still wasn't just yeah. a DJ. Well, it was a yeah, the Christmas dance party, whatever, and they still oh, have the same thing going on. The characters. There. Yeah. Character dance. Yeah. So, anyway, I'm doing, you know, just walking around, checking things out, and uh, it got to, it was almost midnight. I walked over to uh, Paradise uh, Park, and it really wasn't crowded to go check it out. So, I went over to um, Paradise Garden Grill and sat down for a half hour. I figured I can chill here and go back over there, which I did. I Went there like five minutes till, and I still was able to go down and get a spot to watch. Ooh, you could have got a torta really while you were over there. <laughs> <laughs> and um, uh, the fireworks there was really good. This is my first time watching the fireworks at, at you know watercolor area for New Year's. So Wait, they have fireworks. They had fireworks going on, like that were specifically set off at DCA. Yeah. Oh, I yeah. didn't know they did that. Is that new or? Uh, I I. They might have had it last year. I don't yeah. know. I wasn't huh. there last year. Cool. But uh, the, the fireworks show was pretty cool. They did a lot of uh, different music well, with the world of color, fountains and everything. They even did, like, prints, and it was cool. It was really cool. Um, 
you guys follow on the snappies, you would have seen the, me, you know, you would have seen that on the snappies because I uh, snapped a lot of that. It was really cool. They actually have fireworks coming out backstage behind uh, Incredicoaster. Oh, wow, cool. That backstage area Neat. was, they were launching. So it was really cool. It was really awesome. It was fun. Disneyland was too packed. Too packed. I don't know if I can do it anymore. I really don't. I'm serious. Um, is that is that year off? <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> you had a year off to think about it. <laughs> yeah, exactly. But uh, and now you go back and you're like, Ugh, I don't know. It was. Uh, trust me, it was. But um, that's like your reluctance to tell to the to. Uh, I mean, I know we'll get there, but uh, that's the same as the reluctance in your voice earlier when I asked you if you were going to be there on Friday. <laughs> right. Because <laughs> right. in the past, you would have been like, well, of course. You're right. I. <laughs> but now there's that little bit of uh, doubt. Uh, right. Now, yeah. I mean, now that I'm here, you doubt. I mean, the only thing that kept you from going last year was, you know, a concert. So, right. I mean, you know, for you to say that, to even doubt that you might go back to New Year's at Disneyland <laughs> is just... Well, I was gonna say uh, you'll still go Disneyland is DCA though. Yeah, Disneyland's too packed. Don't know if I would do that. Uh, DCA definitely. You're not, you're, so you're not saying that you would stay home or anything like no, that. No, I'm not. I'd still rather go to DCA than go to Vegas. <laughs> well, remember, maybe I've never been to Vegas for years, but to, I can imagine it's you should probably talk to Mister Knight about that because that's where he was for oh, you know, years. Even. Well, I can, I uh, Mister Knight, if you're listening, uh, I would send us an email telling us how crowded and stupid that is right i would like to because i would like to know how crowded and stupid new year's is for uh new year's because uh, i could tell you about how uh crowded and stupid uh new orleans is for new year's because uh many years ago i was in new orleans for new year's and that's wild i would actually that i would actually rather do <laughs> <laughs> i would do that again before i did uh disneyland yeah disneyland was crazy but oh well uh, definitely DCA for... Yeah, that sounds cool. Year. I mean, now that if they're going to be having fireworks, I'm surprised that they get away with those fireworks behind uh, behind uh, Incredicoaster because, I mean, that's the street right there. I don't know. So, uh, yeah, it's yeah. cool, though. So, yeah, awesome uh, time there and, uh, and uh, over at Disneyland Park in the resort. It was pretty cool. It was fun. And um, I'm trying to think... I don't know if I've been back since. I don't think I have. I was there last week. Yeah, you were. And we'll talk about why I was there. Right. But uh, Soon. Soon. But before we get to that, of course, uh, right after the holidays are over, uh, Disney needs to market their park and say, Hey, SoCal, guess what? We got a price for you to come check us out. And what is that price? $67 a day with three day park hopper? Or Something not park like hopper. That. Three day park ticket. Not a park hopper because if you uh, get a park hopper, you got to pay more. But three day, one park per day ticket, which comes out to $67 per day, which is what, $201 or something? Uh,. <laughs> We don't do math. You're right. So if I'm wrong, then you know why, because I don't do math. But they got that uh, deal going on right now for SoCal's and uh, kids everywhere can enjoy that price also. When's that go until? That goes into, I think, May. It goes until May 18th. You can purchase the tickets 
through May 18th. It says the three-day ticket expires 13 days after first use or on May 21st, whichever occurs first. So That was my question, is when's the last day to use the tickets? So right. Basically, uh, the week before uh, Memorial Day weekend, which is what it usually ends up being, what mm-hmm. we usually figure. Usually, I don't know when that is. I'm not going to look because I'm too lazy. Uh, but it's usually about the last Wednesday or the either the Wednesday or the Monday or somewhere around there before Memorial Day. Uh, he's going to look, so uh, we'll see when it actually is. So uh, May 21st is actually on uh, Thursday. Thursday. Okay. Well, um, so it's literally like the day before Memorial Day then? Right. Oh. Weekend. Okay. Interesting. Yes. Memorial Day weekend's early. So basically you would need to uh, buy those tickets by that Monday. <laughs> and uh, and then uh, you need to use them by that Thursday. <laughs> right. And, of course, they mention all the great things that you'll be able to experience during that period is, uh, you know, Lunar New Year, Rise of Resistance, uh, Magic Happens premiering, and, uh, of course, uh, DCA Food and Wine. Uh, A couple of those things we'll be talking about soon. Uh, Just getting back, I wanted to mention that uh, uh, when I was there on last Wednesday, the Christmas tree at DCA was still up. Oh. Of course, the one in Disneyland was gone, but right. the one in DCA was still up uh, as of uh, last Wednesday when we were there. thought that was uh, interesting, so at least uh, half a week after it should have been gone. So uh, if you guys uh, know anyone who can uh, really use this offer, let them know. It says for SoCal residents, but uh, kids anywhere from any place in the universe can come and use this uh, offer. So they don't have to be SoCal residents. Uh, it doesn't matter where they're from, I guess. <laughs> so, uh, hey, coming up later this month is a Disneyland After Dark. Yeah. And uh, Anthony's going. I am going. I just found out when I arrived here. Yes. Because uh, he's going to do his hair. Yes. <laughs> uh, surprisingly, the tickets for all of the uh, After Darks are still available. Uh, so I made sure that uh, once... Uh, the uh, the new month came around, uh, got the tickets for that. So we'll all be going to uh, uh, 80s night on the uh, 29th of this month, uh, the last Wednesday, actually, uh, just uh, two more weeks away, huh? Yeah, because today is, what, the 14th? So uh, just a couple more weeks away, and we'll be going to that. Uh, so we'll have a full report on that uh, the first week in uh, February. So, yeah, uh, that's 80s night, and, of course, uh, the other nights are still also available. I wonder how many people have actually bought tickets for the for the, uh, for the the Toy Story, uh, the Pixar uh, one. Um, I just feel like, yeah, I don't know. <laughs> Did you get tickets for all of them or just the two? I just got for two. Oh, okay, then Villains, right? Yes. Yeah, so then uh, the uh, Sweethearts Night, which they've been advertising the heck out of, so you, can, so you know that uh, I feel like that uh, this one... Uh, they are advertising the heck out of 80s night uh, the last few days, so I feel like that they're they're probably undersold on that. And they've also been uh, kind of uh, promoting uh, Sweethearts Night also, too, even though it's next month. So, uh, yeah, definitely uh, they're probably underselling on that one as well. Uh, I just feel like maybe like two people might have bought uh, Pixar Toy <laughs> Story tickets. So, uh, And then, of course, Villains Night. 
I feel like it's probably the closest one to selling out. I haven't even seen them post anything about that one or Pixar, so right. I don't know if it's just because they're so far away still. I mean, you know, a couple months, but still. So we'll see. All tickets are still available for those. Uh, anybody who's going to be going to 80s night, uh, please uh, make sure you guys let us know so that way we can meet up or hang out or uh, do 80s stuff together uh i don't know what that means uh i mean we all live we lived through the 80s so uh we were old enough to definitely uh live through the it's 80s, gonna be but, rad uh yeah i mean uh i don't know what this guy's doing i'm planning on dressing up hopefully do something with my hair uh, he has enough of it i have enough of it so uh you know you might see me with some uh crazy 80s hair or something uh this guy doesn't have his 80 80s crazy hair anymore so i don't uh he will just have to uh figure something out i will elbow it yeah he will elbow it and uh probably show up with like a kiss shirt on or something mm, we'll see <laughs> so a hey, real quick i just uh remembered something because you said you know about recording in february and i started thinking there's something coming up in february i need to remember and it's actually on february 1st uh, saturday you're right so and this has to do with um, Miles's birthday gift from me. Okay. Oh. Okay. You know what it is? No. No. <laughs> I thought maybe you had, <laughs> maybe you had a clue or a hint. No, or I was thinking the I was thinking about uh, your birthday gift from. Oh, from Miles. From Miles' mom or whatever the for the VR thing, but never mind. We did that already. Okay, you already did that. Yes. All right, so I bought him a lightsaber build. Oh, okay. So you're going to do a lightsaber build on February 1st? Yes. Oh, cool. I'm going to be heading to the parks to do that. Cool. I need to get in on one of those one of these days. Yeah, so I was uh, you know, thinking what to get him, and I was like, you know, I think it would be a perfect gift. And when he opened it up and saw it, he was, like, really surprised and happy. What so. did he see? He saw the reservations. <laughs> I'm like, what, is, what did you see? There's nothing. <clears throat> well, you know, you get to make the reservation, you print it out, and it says. Oh, there's know, actually yeah. something to print out? Yeah. Oh, that's interesting. So, uh, yeah, I make the reservation, print it out, and gave it to that him. That also gets stored in your uh, app, too, yeah, right? As a, right? As a now. little barcode it keep, thing. It keeps going. Blah, 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 every, time I, <laughs> every time I hit the app. To turn it on. Uh, well, the the uh, your 80s and villains are probably also <clears throat> popping up there too, right? No, they're not. I don't know. I don't know if they are. Cause they, right here is what I'm talking about. Oh. <laughs> so every time I turn the app on, this little uh, BB-8 uh, is hitting something. I don't know what he's doing. Oh, that's interesting. So that comes on saying, oh, you got the reservation. So, yeah, I'll, uh, we will be there on that Saturday to do the lightsaber build. And... Um, we might just record that and put that on YouTube. We'll see. You should. Yes. So, another announcement. Well, we heard about this last year, but uh, Disney is reminding us about the new Magic Happens Parade that's going to premiere on February 28th at Disneyland Park. Not to be confused with shit. <laughs> <laughs> no, this is magic. Magic Happens. And not magic shit. <laughs> So, yeah, uh, we talked about this parade, uh, new parade that's going to be coming to the parks. And we uh, got some concept art of the um, Moana float. We also got this uh, concept art of Maui. Yeah, they gave us a lot more concept art at some point. I don't remember when that was. Because uh, they also showed us the Frozen float, which looks really, really cool. 
Uh, apparently, that frozen float has been used before uh, in a uh, one of the other parades in Hong Kong or or uh, one of those places. Uh, but it's a copy of a float that they used over there. Also, I think the the uh, the Moana float I think was used in uh, Paris or somewhere or also Hong Kong or either way. Uh, yeah. So the uh, the floats look really cool. Uh, the uh, we'll just have to see with everything that they're building around the floats because obviously you could have a bunch of cool floats and then you know if they're just going down the street, you know it's kind of like oh that looks cool but uh, there's nothing there's you know everything has to go along with the whole experience the music and everything uh, otherwise you would just end up with light magic. <laughs> uh, <clears throat> I'm not sure. If I mean, I'll... at least this sounds like it moves. Right. I'm not <laughs> sure if all these floats are there yet. I know uh, that Moana was seen backstage already, um, but we know that the, they're going to be coming in soon to do rehearsals at night and all that kind of stuff. So, uh, yeah, magic happens. It's magic. And that will debut uh, at Disneyland Park on February 28th. I will be there to check that out. And what day of the week is that? February 28th is on uh, Friday. Okay. Well, probably be there too. And don't forget um, leap year. Oh, we have an extra day in February. Yes. So that's not the last day of the month. No, it's not. Fascinating. <laughs> now that's a daytime parade, so that'll be yeah. in the daytime, opposed to night, as opposed to light magic. Right. <laughs> <laughs> Basically, in guaranteeing that sensation won't won't be back anytime soon. Um. Yes. Unless they send sensational to DCA. Or uh, maybe they're going to send it to uh, Hong Kong. <laughs> I mean, what's good for the goose is good for Hong Kong. <laughs> I'm sorry if that was racist somehow. <laughs> I don't know if geese have anything to do with Chinese something. They might have a New Year for them. <laughs> oh, speaking of, uh, the uh, Lunar New Year's coming up, of course. And that will be starting uh, this Friday. Uh yeah, and a lot going on this Friday or this weekend. Uh, going to be busy probably at both parks. Uh, one uh, one thing, obvious thing that we'll get to uh, soon. But uh, January 17th, so this Friday through February 9th, will be uh, Lunar New Year at uh, California Adventure. And that will, of course, uh, may... Uh, Celebrating traditions of uh, Chinese, Korean, and Vietnamese cultures, and I'm sure uh, whatever other cultures participated in Lunar New Year. I mean, because it's just not those three, right? Um, I just know those are the three that they highlight right. stuff from. I don't know. But real quick, I just want to say that um, it's the year of the rat, and of course, Disney would like you to believe it's the year of the mouse. Exactly. So just think of rats. <laughs> Yeah, because uh, if anybody was a rat, it was Mortimer. Exactly. Because Mortimer was more of a rat. And, of course, we know, well, those of us who are smart know that uh, the original design for Mickey Mouse looked like Mortimer, but uh, but uh, Lily, right, said that he looked too angry or something. Or not Walt's design, but uh, Hube's design uh he looked or no it was the name he was gonna be called mortimer but i think he also was kind of lanky like that uh more like oswald 
Because Oswald's kind of a cross between Mortimer and Mickey. But anyways, I digress. Uh, yeah, so... Uh, yeah, Disney's calling it the year of the mouse because it's the year of the rat. Uh, they even have a cool uh, graphic with uh, 2020 and Mickey and Minnie ears. But, uh, yeah, so that's uh, going to be celebrating the year of the quote-unquote mouse. Uh, we'll have, of course, back the Mulan's Lunar New Year procession, which is a, uh old favorite going back to the early days of the three-day Lunar New Year. And then, of course, uh, return of the uh, the the food booths, and uh, I think this is they did they have a sip and saver for the food booths last year, or is this the first year of the sip and saver for for the Lunar New Year? I believe this is the first year. Okay, interesting. So yeah, there is a, now a sip and saver for the uh, Lunar New Year, which of course also think includes uh, similar to a uh, festival of uh, fatness that includes things over at uh, at. Uh, Paradise Garden Grill, but uh, that I'm not completely sure about. Uh, also, uh, a uh, water show before World of Color. They did this before, right? Uh, they might have. I don't remember. Did you ever catch it, or did anybody ever get to see that? Or I don't remember this show. Uh, it's called Hurry Home, Lunar New Year Celebration. It is supposed to be prior to World of Color, and it's about something to do with a lantern. <laughs> Uh, Disney character encounters, of course, Mickey and Minnie in their festive uh, Lunar New Year attire. And then, uh, of course, uh, Mulan, you know, because, of course, Mulan, Pluto, and the Three Little Pigs, because, you know, what what else is... Oh, wait. No, yeah. Well, it's not the year of the pig. No, and (laughs) it's not the year of the dog either, so I don't know why Pluto and Three Little Pigs are there. Uh, It should be Mulan and uh, Mushu, as as it was in the old days, but... uh, Whatever, at least Mulan's there, I guess. Uh, in Paradise Garden Park, at the gazebo, they will have live performances of authentic Chinese, Korean, and Vietnamese dancers and musicians. There will be crafts and activities, of course, over there on the side of uh, Paradise Gardens, where they usually have all that stuff on the one side that also they use for, uh, for, uh, for uh, Viva Navidad and stuff. And then, um, I don't know where this wishing, oh, the wishing wall, that's also over there too, the string of the lanterns and stuff. Yeah. Also over there on that same side. And then, of course, uh, merchandise, uh, something to do with Chippendale, envelopes. <laughs> <laughs> Good job. Thanks. Uh, let me go to this other post and I will talk about the food. Are you hungry? Well, they are. It's time for Fat Time in the Parks. Fat Time, little egg roll. I don't think you would want a little egg roll. I actually have, for New Year's, we had gotten a package of uh, some P.F. Chang's little mini egg rolls. They're actually really, they were actually really good. I'm just saying, if you had a little egg roll, it wouldn't be enough for you. Well, no. I would <laughs> need several little egg rolls, but yes. But you just said little egg roll. Well, I so. just, yeah. <laughs> I mean, one little egg roll leads to other little egg rolls. You, sh- you shorted yourself. <laughs> that's how the birds and the bees work. One little egg roll leads to other little well, egg rolls. Well, that's a whole other show. <laughs> <laughs> All right. So, uh, foodie guide to Lunar New Year. Uh, I mean, it just keeps going, man. I mean, this is how it goes. You know, it's just we end up, we talk about food all year round on this podcast. Because uh, eventually, 
there's going to be like uh, some sort of food festival going on every single month. Uh, I mean, it's almost already like that. I mean, between Lunar New Year and then goes right into food and wine, which then goes right into basically summer food, which then goes right into Halloween food, and then goes right into Christmas. So, And we can't forget uh, during all those food seasons. There's shit mixed in. Like Churrogeddon. Exactly. All the damn Churrogeddons. <laughs> this is the one the, the, this is the only this is the only one of the food times when I think there is no Churrogeddon. Although I think by next year, uh or uh sometime in the future they're gonna figure out how to incorporate some sort of uh lunar churro. Exactly. Lunar New Year churro. Right. Uh like maybe like a like a uh, fortune cookie churro or <laughs> Oh, I know. A churro dusted with fortune cookie bits. There you go. <laughs> there, I, see, I, I did I, it. I'm all for there it. it. <laughs> and then you dip it in uh, sweet and sour. No. 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 <laughs> see, I just created something. See, I'm smarter than they are. All right. So the uh over at uh, of course at the uh, Longevity Noodle uh, company, which one is that? Where's that? That's uh, that's going to be one of the booths. That's one of the booths. Okay. Uh, and then Lucky Eight Lantern, Prosperity Bow and Buns, uh, Red Dragon Spice Traders. Those are your booths. Because what's the name of the? Uh, they're not going to have anything then at the uh, the Chinese place over on uh, Pacific they- Wharf. Then I thought they usually have something over there. Is that there? Is that what that... No, that's Paradise Garden Grill. No, Lucky Fortune Cookery Mobile Order available. Oh, okay, but it's just the one thing. Okay. And then the Lamplight Lounge has pork belly egg rolls. Uh, As he said, the Lucky Fortune Cookery, uh, the one over there on Paradise... Or, I mean, uh, uh, Wharf, uh, and it's mobile order only is the bow bun. But then, uh, and then Paradise Garden Grill, as I mentioned, which always has the changes their food up for whatever the uh, festival is, uh, will have several items, uh, which are available for, uh, through mobile order also. Besides the other one, it's not mobile order only. I don't know why I said that. I was thinking there's something else that was mobile order only, which I'll talk about soon. Uh, so yeah, there's a whole bunch of cool, yummy looking things, uh, Korean chicken, pork belly, tilapia, mango mousse. That sounds gross. I don't know why I said that one, but uh, <laughs> you might somebody might like it. Uh, even beer, Asian beer. Uh, yeah. So all of the uh, little uh, little booths are what, like I said, they're gonna have the sip and savor pass. Do you see this uh, Mickey Chinese hot dog bun? Where's the, oh, yes, uh, oh, <laughs> yeah, that's, what, that's interesting, it looks like something for a kid. Yeah, it looks like, uh, basically it looks like a pretzel Mickey with, exactly. stuff with hot dogs. Yeah, it's, <laughs> yeah, it's interesting. It is interesting. I don't, that doesn't make me think, uh, Asian, but, okay, <laughs> I mean, I don't know. Some of this other stuff sounds really good, some of these chicken wings and jun- dumplings and, uh, pork bao and shrimp fried rice, bulgogi, short rib, meatballs, vegetable egg roll, 
It all sounds really good. Like I said, there's going to be a Sip and Savor Pass. It will have six tabs on it. Uh, there's no price here about the Sip and Savor Pass, so we're just going to have to see when that starts on the price on that. Uh, that will be available to be purchased at... Uh, uh, they'll have a soup, Sip and Savor Cart, and then Seaside Souvenirs, Kingswell, Elias and & Company, and Festival Marketplaces. Oh, so you can buy it at the marketplaces themselves? Is that what that means? I don't know. We'll find out once everything gets started and let you guys know more about that. So that is the Lunar New Year, uh, which will keep us busy until, as I said, food and wine. So speaking of uh, food and wine, uh, they've decided over there at DCA that they're going to use what was basically essentially a wasted space and they're going to uh, uh, Tomorrowland it. And uh, they've turned the upper level of the, uh, what's it called, the alfresco? What's the name of the thing underneath? It's uh, Golden Vine Winery, which is there next to uh, the, uh, what, what's the other place you said? Oh, uh, the uh, Blue Sky Cellar. Yeah, the Blue Sky Cellar. And then, yeah, the next to the Blue Sky Cellar there, the uh, the Golden Vine Winery. Uh, the second floor, they have turned into what they're calling the Alfresco Tasting Terrace. And that is now open. And that is, uh, I would like to call it pass holder exclusive, but is it though? <laughs> <laughs> you need to have a pass holder to get in. Let's put it that way. But once you're there, you still technically need to have a pass holder with you. But you can have, like, one pass holder in, like, a group of 20, technically, I guess. I mean, you're not guaranteed to get in, but you can show up technically with a group of 20 with one pass holder, and you could conceivably get in, especially if you show up at 1130 in the morning when it opens. So, uh, yeah, this is, uh, like I said, this is the uh, technically pass holder uh, exclusive because you need to have a pass holder to get in. And uh, it is, as I said, the second floor. Uh, they're touting how it has a uh, uh, overlooks Cars Land and will eventually, and you'll be able to see the construction and the eventual overlook of Avengers Campus. Uh, you can also, uh, in the same sense that you can see the Disneyland fireworks from the uh, the observation uh, thing that you pay for on, uh, on the second floor of uh, Launch Bay, uh, in the same way that you can see the fireworks, quote-unquote, from there, you can also see World of Color from this uh, tasting terrace. Uh, basically, uh, it wasn't being used, so now they're going to uh, make make it seem exclusive. So now everybody's going to want to go. Right. Uh, it's probably always going to be pretty busy. Uh, so if you guys want to check it out, they're going to have, of course, uh, it says they're going to have five AP specialty cocktails exclusive to the Alfredo Alfresco Terrace, inspired by the history of uh, California Adventure, apparently. <laughs> uh, apparently, we don't know what those are. We'll have to look into more about those. Now that it's open, we might be able to find out more information about those and see what they are. Uh, of course, being that is that the wine place, they will, of course, have wine, uh, California wines. Uh, also, they will have a few of the cocktails from over there at... Uh, the former Kovar, what the hell is it called now? Lamplight. Lamplight Lounge. 
the like the fun wheel, the tiki tie, and the apricot glutini. Uh, they will also have a few appetizers. They will have a bruschetta, flatbreads, and of course a charcuterie and cheese <coughs> board. Which I must say that the picture of this uh, charcuterie and cheese board looks much more impressive than the charcuterie and cheese board that they have at the uh, cantina in uh, Star Wars. Because I'm just going to have a real quick story uh, during our time away, or since last time, I think, or I don't think I talked about it last time, we had met up with uh, Victoria at uh, the cantina, and uh, they put us at a table with other people, which, uh, you know, uh, of course they do, but we hadn't experienced that, obviously. And uh, the people at the table ordered the cheese, the charcuterie. And uh, I just wasn't impressed. They didn't seem like that much food for whatever, $25. Where this one is uh, $12. So, I mean, you know, this goes to prove that uh, everything in Galaxy's Edge is overpriced, but... Yeah, so uh, this, like I said earlier, this opens daily at 11.30 a.m. And it closes one hour before DCA closes. Uh, It is first come, first serve. There's no reservations. So basically you just show up with your group of 20 (laughs) and uh, you uh, get in. Uh, Just note you don't have to have 20. No, you don't. (laughs) Uh, Minimum of uh, 10. (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> don't show up if you don't have friends. If uh, you don't know anyone who has an AP and you want to go, uh, email us. Mousepire at gmail.com. And we'll be happy to take you as long as you buy Subject us. line, pay us. You just have got to buy some kachurchery or whatever that's called. <laughs> and, a, and a Mickey's phone wheel. Hey, so I mentioned I was at the park last week, but it was only briefly because we were only there just for one thing. And that is because... And it was very suddenly announced that uh, we were going to be getting in uh, Tomorrowland the uh, Millennium Falcon popcorn bucket that they had had for the uh, the Star Wars marathon at the uh, El Capitan Theater. It's the same one, I believe, that they had there. And uh, it was, uh, like I said, suddenly announced that they were going to have it. What was it? Just like the day before, right? Yeah, I find out a about it the day before. Yeah, so uh and was that even officially announced or did that just kind of come out? Um I don't even remember. I think they showed it. Like right. the day the day it came out, I think they did. Oh okay. either that or the day after. But anyways, yeah, so uh we we, we found out about it and I was like, Well, I guess I'll go because uh I didn't have nothing else going on. And I was like, That's cool. Uh it's a little bit more than uh, some of the other ones. I'll get to that in a minute. Uh, it's probably the it's the most I've ever spent for a popcorn bucket so far. I thought it was going to be the equal to the most I've ever spent for a, for a popcorn bucket, uh, but it ended up being more because of uh, technicalities. But um, the uh, it was interesting because the when we first started announced, it wasn't even announced as a popcorn bucket. It was announced that it was going to be at. Uh, Oh, that's what it was. It was in the app. It was in the app for mobile ordering. That's what it was. That's how people found out about it. Remember? Because it was you sent me the screenshot of the app. Well, I showed you that it was on the menu. Right. 
Yeah. I think that's how people that found out before. about it was just because people found saw it on the uh, on the. Uh, it was also on the menu oh, at at uh, at uh, Galactic Grill, right? And with a date, right? That's what I was talking about. The Galactic Grill. If you were going to, if you went into the menu, well, uh, I'm talking about at the location. Itself. Oh, at the location. Like, oh, the, the day before. Yeah, at the day. Oh, it was already on there. Yeah. Oh, okay, that's interesting. So yeah, so if you'd went in there, it already showed that it was going to be. Uh, available and it even and then in like a, what I mentioned earlier, it specified mobile order only, which is what was interesting. So you couldn't just show up and order it; you had to mobile order it. So it was very, it kind of made it exclusive, exclusive to people that know how to use a phone and know how to use an app. That let's put it that way. Uh, oh, exclusive to people that I guess have credit cards that they're going to have to basically exclusive to somebody who knows how to use the Disneyland app. And has a credit card attached to it, and uh, all those things. So, if you knew how to do all those things, you were the exclusive person who can order the Millennium Falcon popcorn bucket. Or in this case, uh, at Galactic Grill, uh, it was a French fry bucket. Uh, and then, in that sense, it wasn't really a French fry bucket. Uh, it was more of just a thing that they gave you with a bag uh, with a little bit of fries in it. So, uh, but the popcorn bucket is really cool. It's really neat. Uh, it lights up, which I didn't even know going in, uh, until I actually had seen one of the, I, it was when I saw the official uh, Parks Blog post about it and you could see it lit up in the, in the post, but I thought that was something that they were just adding until we actually got it. And I said, Hey, look, there's a button in the back and the pressed it and the light and the, the engines come on. So it's really cool. Uh, if you haven't actually seen it, I'll make sure I show you, uh, ours. Uh, it's really cool. I like it. Uh, as I said, uh, at Galactic Grill, they give it to you with a very large, uh, they were giving them out. They had them like all pre-prepared on the counter, and then underneath they had all the Millennium Falcons under the counter. So you gave your ticket at the pickup window for the uh, for the mobile order, and then they handed you a white bag with uh, a little tiny uh, tray, you know, the little tiny trays that they put the fries in with a little tiny tray of fries in this big ass white bag. And then they reach under and they pull out a Millennium Falcon. They hand you the Millennium Falcon and the bag of fries. And, uh, now that the catch was, is that when you mobile order, if you have an app, if you have your pass attached to your app, it'll automatically give you the discount on your food when you mobile order. Uh, the catch was, is that you were locked out of doing the, discount it was all blacked out and i thought at first it was a mistake but then i backed out i canceled the uh took the millennium falcon out of my cart i added the uh i added a parfait just to see and then when i went back to the uh checkout the uh discount was lit back up where i could check it or uncheck it but then when i took the parfait back off and i had the millennium falcon back it blacked it out again. So I, and then I went on Twitter and I looked and oh no, I went into the comments and, and people were talking about the same thing. And so I was like, okay, well, so that's the thing then. And, um, yeah, so they were manually stopping you from being able to get the discount on it because they knew that you can get the discount normally through the app at the drive up or at the walk up restaurant, but they were manually keeping you from doing the discount. So, what well, was normally twenty four ninety nine, which would have cost twenty four ninety nine plus a discount, and would have ended up actually being less than 
what I paid for uh, originally for the uh, the Adat, which was twenty four ninety nine, which is the most I've ever paid for a popcorn bucket. Uh, it actually ended up because there was no discount coming into twenty six, whatever it was I said twenty six oh four or something like that, and uh, no twenty six ninety four or something like that. Because then you said they were twenty seven. 27 for the popcorn if you get them at the Tomorrowland popcorn stand they're a flat 27 for with popcorn now granted you do get more popcorn than you fries but for a few cents less I would still rather get fries because fries taste better so yeah um do you know anything are they still available have you I heard you haven't heard, heard nothing so uh, I mean as far as I know they're still available I mean they seem like they had a lot uh I don't know uh, if anybody knows, let us know. If you don't, then go get one and find out for yourself. <laughs> I don't know. Uh, I think it's cool. I like it. It has lights. I mean, that's a step up on the Millennium Falcon or the uh, or the Tie Fighter or any of the other ones that haven't had lights. It's still listed on the menu. Okay. Uh, also, that came out the same day, but I will not get because I do not think it's worth the money. Is a is a steel uh, Star Wars tumbler uh, that came out. And it's the same price. It has a really cool graphic from uh, A New Hope on it of, like, original trilogy-looking Star Wars characters. Uh, The artwork is really nice on it, and it looks like a really nice steel tumbler, but for $24.99, that's just not worth it. Uh, If that one had been, like, $15.99, I probably would have gotten it just because it looks cool, but I'm not going to pay that much for a tumbler. Me neither. All right, so, hey... Friday's the day to rise. Something's rising. Oh, my. I mean, we did rise last month. We had Rise of Skywalker, but we'll talk about that next week. You guys will, uh, next week, uh, we're uh, having a uh, special get-together with Dan on uh, Martin Luther King Day uh, to talk about Star Wars, and uh, we'll have our, uh, I know it's a lot later than we've ever done for our special Star Wars episodes, but... We just wanted to make sure that uh, we had the third person be able to have Dan sit sit in with us on that. And uh, we will have our uh, special episode next week uh, for uh, talking about uh, Rise of Skywalker and just basically uh, the end of uh, all that in general and uh, maybe a little bit about Mandalorian and and a little bit about the future and uh, nothing about uh, stupid people whining about movies. Uh, maybe a little bit about people, stupid people whining about movies, but not that much. Not that much. Just Anthony. Uh, we're just going to uh, talk about everything we enjoyed and all that. But yeah, next week uh, with Dan, special holiday episode. Uh, we're recording Monday. Uh, you'll get that whenever he feels like getting it. To you. <laughs> uh, it'll be next week, though. So uh, next week, that. But uh, yeah, back to the other rise Rise of Resistance opening this Friday. Uh,. Like I said, if you uh, that'll be actually be the probably the best day ever probably to go to uh, the Lunar New Year because everybody's going to be over at Disneyland. True. Uh, few people who are smart and skip trying to get on that ride will go over to DCA to enjoy some uh, some uh, banh mi and uh, egg rolls. So, Rise of Resistance uh, Friday boarding passes. Yes, we're going to talk about that right now. So. Head over to our Facebook page. I posted what you need to know about uh, getting on this attraction. Make sure you read that. I'm going to go over a little bit of it. Basically, first of all, download the Disneyland app. You must have the Disneyland app. It tells you here you don't have to have it. 
but it's simple just to get it and do it that way. And then you can mobile order the Millennium Falcon. There you go. Uh, once you get your Disneyland app, they are going to have that virtual queue uh, for you to get on to the attraction. Now, just to clarify, we're not, they're not doing, they're not reinstating the virtual uh, boarding pass to get into Galaxy's Edge just to get on the ride, right? Right. Now, uh, just a little few tidbits and maybe hints. If you do want to go to Galaxy's Edge during the Rise of Resistance uh, opening period, I would suggest you stay as far away from the Critter Country entrance as possible because that is where everybody who is going to be going on, trying to go on the ride is probably going to go through that way because it'll be the closest way to get to the Rise of Resistance ride. And that is going to be the side where all of their extended, that's where the extended queue is. That's where all of the overflow is going to be. That's where they have those big wide uh, walkways. That's where all the garbage is going to be. We don't know if they have a uh, overflow extended queue set up backstage like they do with Millennium Falcon. I would think that they might have something, but otherwise, if they tried to just do uh, do it like uh, you know, like uh, Harry Potter, where they have just a big, huge extended uh, exterior queue, let's hopefully they have enough. So, <laughs> but either way, all of that mess is going to be over there on that side. If you can avoid going in the Critter Country entrance, normally that's where was the biggest you know that's where you suggested going because that was used to be the deadest area but now everything over there is going to be popping uh stick to the other two entrances if possible stay as far away from there as possible if you're not going on the ride um so make sure you have the app uh you must be in the park ticket scans and all that uh to be able to get a boarding pass for the attraction can you be in dca and get the boarding pass do you just have to have been scanned in any you park? have to be or do you have to be in disneyland that i don't know okay i would assume you have to be scanned into the park to make any type of fast pass type of thing too right so uh yeah so have the app uh must be inside the park and uh you will go onto the app and it will have its own uh it says here it's going to have that basically its own uh, dedicated module for Rise of the Resistance uh, to access the boarding group, uh, and it'll be right there on the main page. Yeah, it should be where your thing for the your uh, Savis is showing up right. now, uh, in the right in the middle. Uh, where usually where the map, where usually when you open your app and you can see the map in the background, that's where that should show up. Yeah, it says uh, then you're going to uh, request to join a boarding group. For the attractions, once you enter Disneyland Park. So it's saying you must be in Disneyland Park. Okay, then there, there, there's the answer to that. So you can't be over at DCA and do it. You have to, once you enter the park, then you want to go ahead and do that. It says uh, the virtual queue will not be available until it's published uh, during the park opening hours. Uh, it says boarding groups will be sent a push notification when it's their turn to enter the attraction queue, and you can monitor status of boarding groups from the app. Which also stresses the point that when you do, if you uh, do not have the app, but you, and you do have get the app, make sure that you have notifications turned on for that app. Uh, like if you have uh, Apple, uh, you need to make sure that it's turned on because it'll ask you if they're turned on. And if you didn't turn them on, you said no originally when you downloaded the app just because you didn't think about it, you need to go back and turn that on in your settings. 
Yeah, I suggest you turn on your notifications. I actually have those turned on, uh, and I get notified when like my food is ready, the mobile order is ready. It's pretty cool. Um, so, yeah, basically, yeah, make sure you turn those on. Um, it also says you'll be able to join a boarding group from select locations inside Disneyland Park if you don't have the app. Um, the boarding group is tied to the admission that will be scanned upon entry of the attraction, so you have to have your ticket, basically. Scan your ticket, and they'll give you a boarding group, a number, and all that stuff. And, of course, it's saying the mission to the uh, Rise of the Resistance will be subject to capacity, and having an assigned boarding group will not guarantee entrance to the attraction, so... You're on your own, basically. Yeah, and just remember that if you guys read anything or if you remember anything about what we talked about and uh, the opening of it in Florida and how many times it broke down and basically uh, didn't we say that the very, very first group on the ride broke down? So uh, just temper your expectations. Uh, Don't get mad if it breaks down uh, because you've been warned. That's all I'm going to say. That, uh, yeah. Don't get mad if you get in line and it breaks down because you've been warned uh, that that's a possibility and that you could even be stuck in line uh, and that there, if it breaks down, there could be extended waits. So same, same old, same old. Just keep all that in mind. Don't complain. Don't be a jerk. <laughs> like we said, it's going to be busy there. So uh... Yeah, and anybody who's uh, uh, by, uh, by extension... Uh, Smuggler's Run is going to probably be extremely busy because anybody waiting around to go on uh, or has the upcoming uh, uh, reservation for uh, Rise of Resistance is, of course, going to be hanging around in Galaxy's Edge and is going to go on Smuggler's Run. So that's going to get long. So uh, just remember all that stuff and uh, just uh, be patient. Don't get angry and uh, and don't be rude or stay home. <laughs> Besides the fact that... Um... The Lunar New Year starts this uh, Friday also. It's also going to be busy because this weekend is MAM. Oh. Uh, <laughs> yes. Yeah, good job. Um, I'm bringing that up because on uh, basically they let NAM people park at Toy Story parking lot. And um, so that's going to be... I don't, it's kind of weird how they do that. They Will they, though, this time? I don't, they usually do, like, two days you can park there, but you can't park there on a Saturday. Yeah, but they have, they've never had a major ride opening the same weekend as NAM too. I mean... But you know what? People I still... Would, I'd, be people like, still I'd be like, screw you, NAM. Go park at Anaheim Stadium. People will still go park there anyway. You know, even so though... If they could pay, if they... Yeah, if they want to pay no, and walk gonna, over. I, mean, I just mean having it designated for not NAM uh, parking. That's what I mean. Yes, they do do that. Last well, year I know they, they usually that. do that, but I don't know if they'll... I don't know if it... I don't know if we could say for 100% sure that they would do that this time because they know they, they're going to need that parking for Rise of Resistance. I think so because it's kind of the... NAM is their big show there in Anaheim Convention Center. And, you know, when Disney has... It's their capacity with parking, and they say, hey, Anaheim, can we park here? It's yeah. One of those things. Well. You know, they'll say, hey, you can't park here on Saturdays, but Friday and Sunday is fine. Well, yeah. We'll possibly. see what happens. But I'm Yeah. Just, like we, I just said, uh, don't be surprised if parking becomes a cluster, right. you know what. Right. So I'm just, that's why I'm throwing that out. NAM is also this weekend. Yeah. They're going to be heading over to uh, Toy Story parking lot, so watch if out If anything, for that. it might even be a good argument for 
parking at, I hate to say it, might be a good parking argument for parking at uh, the parking structure. Uh, real quick, uh, since we're talking about Toy Story parking lot, we talked about the security over there. Yeah, what the hell's going on with that shit? Because I thought I saw, I swore that I saw that it had opened, but then I went over when I was there, it was, clearly wasn't open. So, so, I mean, I didn't want to text you back and forth my experience, so I was going to wait until I got here. And so we'll was it one of those it. things, did they just open it for New Year's, and then that was it, and then they uh, I, reclosed it? I think, I'm not really sure, but I think it's one of those things that they're going to open uh, during the day when people get there. And then, you know, when we usually get there at 2 or 3 o'clock. It just doesn't make any sense for them to do that. It just doesn't even look like it's done over there, though. Right. There's still, there's still, there's still a big pile of dirt over there there's still shitty looking fences like temporary fences going around so i mean it still looks pretty like not done i just thought maybe they opened it just for new year's i i mean i don't know if you've heard anything about it being open during the during the day or morning since then asked anyone because i assume that's when it was you experienced it was new year's no oh it wasn't new year's no before that I didn't experience it at all. Oh, you haven't experienced it at all? No. These okay. are just pictures that people send me. Okay, so that wasn't New Year's then? No. Oh, Because okay. when I got there on New Year's Eve, it wasn't open at all. No. And they even have signs telling you, if you park like on Buzz side, giving you directions to go over. Over the, over the crosswalk. Basically. But no. this one said parking, or not parking, it said uh, uh, buses, and it pointed to the regular spot. I was yeah. like, oh, well, this is not where... You know, so basically, I'm guessing maybe it's a, one of the things uh, in the morning when it's busy, you go there, blah, 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 and then once it dies I down. I thought maybe they were just officially waiting to start that until Bullseye was open. Bullseye is open. Bullseye is open. Yes. I mean, it looked like it was pretty close to being done, or at least mostly done, so. No, because when I got there, uh, or when we were leaving after New Year's Eve, New Year's Day or whatever, they said, uh, uh, our first stop is for Bullseye and Woody. Yeah. So. So they just not using it. I don't know. I just I don't understand if they're gonna if they're gonna if they're gonna open go all that do that trouble of opening Bullseye, and then just use it sometimes. Right. Why not just open it and let people park there, and have it just be? Oh, if you want to go over there and park, you park there, and then if you go over to Toy Story itself, you. You know they start on Woody's side like they always do, and then maybe they never have to use Jesse or or Buzz. Maybe they don't, but you still have you could still go park in Bullseye if you want to. I mean, I thought that's what it was going to be, but I mean, if it's going to be one of those things where oh, we're only going to open it if we need it, I don't know. That just seems dumb. It's like what's the point? So basically, it's it's just another Pumbaa. Yes. We'll see what happens. I don't know. I mean, I know what you're saying, but. I'm not sure what they're doing over there. Because that was the same thing with Pumbaa. It was only open when they needed it. But that was different, though. It was way the hell over there. It's not the same. It's a, it, would, it required a completely different bus. This is still on the same bus line. I don't see why. what's the big deal of just having it be open all I the do, time. I think it has to be the staffing thing. It could be. I mean, yeah, it, sure, you have to have a couple, a few extra people over there. But I don't know. I mean, it's no different than having 50 bazillion uh, wind, uh booths open at the parking structure so i don't know i just think it's dumb i always wish to hurry up and get it done and that's it <laughs> all right so i uh earlier i told you uh uh during my new year's eve experience 
that I was checking out Mickey's Mixed Magic. Well, it's playing right now. Just wanted to let everyone know that Mickey's Mixed Magic is back, playing nightly, of course, fireworks weekends and projections just during the weekdays. Uh, I think right now it was like 8.30 tonight. That's pretty much uh, for at least the till summer or I'm that's what I'm guessing. I mean because uh, when when mad when shit happens <laughs> uh that's daytime so that doesn't affect it all. <laughs> no it doesn't. <laughs> so I uh, will see. Um I think there's a rumor going around about new fireworks show but I don't know. But that if, would be for the summer though. That right. wouldn't affect Right. Although I don't know. I mean they have introduced new fireworks shows in the spring but I would think we would have already heard about a spring fireworks show. Right. So, uh, yeah, Mickey the Mixed Magic is playing right now, so you can go check that out and um, get your ears on. Hey, Anthony. Yes. Did you hear that uh, Lizzie McGuire was put on hold? No, I didn't hear it was put on hold. Yeah, I, I heard I it was. I knew that it was. Uh, I guess their showrunner ran away. Is that what happened? <laughs> uh, so, I, yeah, I heard that the, they, uh, that a showrunner left. And I believe the showrunner is one of the original creators of the show. Right. Yeah, I, that I knew. And uh, I guess there was basically creative differences with uh, that person. I think it's a a woman, right? I believe it's yes, a woman. Yes. And so there was a credit creative differences with her, and so she left the show. And I guess, of course, they need to find a new showrunner. And I did hear that it was uh, the production was halted because of that. So, I mean, I'm not sure. I heard that they're bringing in J.J. Abrams. <laughs> you never know. You never know. Maybe, uh, I don't know. <laughs> uh, also, uh, just on that same note, also, uh, because of creative differences, the uh, director of uh, of uh, Doctor Strange and the Multiverse of Madness has uh, also uh, stepped away. Uh, because of creative differences, he was, I believe, the one who directed the first Doctor Strange. He will remain on as executive producer, uh, but we're basically having a uh, similar situation that happened with, uh, well, of course, there's been a couple Star Wars movies that we won't talk about that have had things like this happen. But uh, <laughs> specifically, this is uh, more akin to uh, when uh, um, uh, Edgar Wright stepped away from Ant-Man Uh to uh and he he got replaced even though a lot of his concepts still stayed in the movie but uh uh similar situation to that where uh a lot of people were worried because that guy was the one who said that this would be Marvel's first horror type movie uh when it was announced at Comic-Con and uh there was a lot of buzz about how it was going to be scary and stuff like that and it was going to be crazy and things and now people are kind of worried that uh maybe Disney has gotten cold feet on the whole horror movie thing, and they don't want to make a, a scary Marvel movie, and so that's what a lot of people are afraid. That that's what the creative difference is: is that Marvel, oh. that Disney doesn't want them to do the scary anymore now. Uh, and then he, you know, was like, "Well, if you're not going to do the, if you're going to do what I wanted, then I'm going to walk away." And, you bye. know, so uh, <laughs> bye. But uh, I don't know. We'll just have to see what happens. Right. Uh, so uh, we're going to talk about, uh, hadn't talked about it since uh, when we talked about it when it came out, and that's uh, Frozen. Uh, since we talked about that, it has uh, not only passed 
one billion dollars uh, worldwide box office. It has actually passed one point three billion dollars worldwide box office to not only become. Uh, I was trying to look it up and make double sure, but uh, to not only become the. Uh, see, it's closing on one point four billion. Uh, which not only makes it, I believe, uh, I was trying to double check, like I said, but I think I'm right, uh, the highest grossing uh, animated film ever, uh, but also the highest grossing film, period, directed by a woman. Interesting. So, yeah, so that's, uh, yeah, it's the highest grossing animated release globally of, globally of all time. With like I said, closing in on 1.4 billion. Apparently, around the world, the whole world took in an all-time record of 42.5 billion dollars in 2019 in ticket sales worldwide. Dang. So yeah, the uh, so yeah, Frozen Two is the uh, basically the uh, biggest animated movie of all time. Uh, we're not going to talk about. Uh, it not getting nominated for awards. We're not talking about awards at all. Uh, unless you want to talk about how the Dodgers need to be awarded a World Series. Goddamn. Sorry, I'm not. We're not, not talking about that either. That's a whole other podcast that we should have. I was actually going to start with that today. Oh, were you? But I decided not to. I would have been all, <laughs> I would have been all on top of it, but you would have probably had to edit. <laughs> I was going to start with that, but yeah. All right, so... Uh, we can talk about how Major League Baseball was so quick to let the goddamn Astros be the, the poster boys of good baseball because, oh, no, their city got dr- destroyed by a goddamn hurricane. So they they deserve to be World Series champions, even though they were exposed as cheaters. Well, f*** them. <laughs> and f*** Alex Cora for screwing over his former mates of the Dodgers. I just got to say, is Pete Rose is still f***ing banned? Exactly. Put that in your fucking uh, outtakes. Are you done? Yes. Okay. <laughs> All right. So uh, Anthony wants to uh, do a new segment for the year. New. Yes. Uh, possibly just for this year, but uh, who knows? We'll see how it goes. It's just going to be basically a every now and then segment uh, because uh, I have joined others uh, in the world of a nuts. Season pass holder. Uh, this year is the 100th anniversary of uh, the uh, Knott's Berry Farm, if you want to be technical about it. Right. Uh, Knott's Berry Stand uh, opened 100 years ago uh, this December. Uh, so they're going to be celebrating the berry eating. Oh. <laughs> uh, they're going to be celebrating the 100th anniversary all year. Uh, with some very colorful uh, purple merchandise. And uh, I love the pass this year is really, I love the fact that it's purple. It's awesome. Yeah, I'm looking forward to it. I can't wait for Boysenberry Festival and all that. Uh, all the 100th anniversary stuff they're going to be doing. Uh, they're doing a 100th anniversary pin set. Uh, 100 pins uh, that are released over the year. And the last one's going to release the week of the last week of December on the uh, actual 100th birthday. So as I said, I'll be joining this guy and also uh, Michael, the former male guy. Uh, and uh, I don't know who else. Who else has Knott's passes? I don't know. 
Okay. Well, <clears throat> so at least, uh, at least us. Uh, so I figured uh, we could introduce a little bit of knots into this podcast every now and then just because we have the passes and there's stuff to talk about and his anniversary and all that. So, uh, yeah, so, uh, yeah, knots. <laughs> call this mouse knots. We just call it Waltpire. Because, <laughs> uh, you know, I, 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 I always find it funny a lot of people forget that uh, Not was also Walt. Yeah, Walter. Yeah, you just usually hear him called more Walter, so you always forget that he's also a Walt. But yes, Walter, not the other Walt of uh, Southern California. There you of go. Orange County. So uh, uh, to start out, as I said, they're doing a hundred years of uh, pin set. Uh, every, uh, now, I've, I've seen some conflicting reports. Supposedly, the actual Knott's website says Saturday. But uh, all of the releases have actually said Friday for the pins is when they come out on Fridays. Uh, but my, uh, my mom had looked at the website, and she said it said Saturday. But uh, everything else I've seen, all of the posts from Twitter and and Facebook and said all say Friday. So uh, those pins come out every Friday. Uh, there's new ones. Last week says uh, had a picture of the berry stand, and it was really cool and purple. And then this week's, uh, I definitely want to go get it has uh it's basically a miner's pan with some gold in it and it says knott's Berry farm so that's really cool and we'll just see what have uh you expect probably uh, a lot of uh other uh ghost town related stuff probably stuff uh themed to some of the rides uh i wouldn't mind seeing a uh montezuma's revenge with maybe the old the old school uh um what color was it back in the day? Remember when it was it was it was the that one color? Was it yellow? I remember yellow. For years and years, yeah, it was yellow. And then they started painting it different colors. Right. And then now it's like neon green or something yeah. now. So but it was the same color for years and years. Uh but yeah, they'll probably have a lot of cool uh pins and stuff like that. And then of course uh the I I'm kinda hoping for a uh, Camp Snoopy badge pin which would be kind of cool mm-hmm. uh so you could expect a lot of uh peanuts related uh pins probably throughout the uh throughout the uh year uh but speaking of peanuts upcoming uh just one of the things that uh, we'll talk about this the only thing we'll talk about this week is upcoming uh now that christmas is over the next thing is the peanuts uh celebration which starts on uh, january 25th and goes through march 1st and uh, peanuts take care characters take over the whole park, and uh, they have all kinds of cool stuff and like that. I believe that's on weekends only. Uh, yes. Uh, weekends and select dates. A select holiday dates. Right. In other words, probably because uh, when's the twenty fifth? That's a Saturday. So probably like the two presidents' days. Right. It's probably open. Uh, they're probably having it on those days and then stuff like that. Uh, because uh, one of the things that uh, obviously we'll come to find out about knots is that they close at six on weekdays during the off season, which is something that uh, will be hard to get used to. And uh, <laughs> it reminds me of the back in the days when I had my uh, Magic Mountain pass. <laughs> so yeah, if anybody else has a knots pass out there and wants to hear anything about knots or more knots talk, or if there's anything particular you want to talk about knots, uh, if you. Uh, if you uh, glow with Michael at Knott's and you're going to glow with Michael, uh, we can talk about that. No? no okay. Uh, Michael will probably want to talk about that. Uh, but 
Yeah, so uh, anything about knots, uh, you can email in that too. Uh, make sure you include that in the uh, subject line, unless it's, uh, you know, just talking about knots in a, in a, in a mail. Uh, so speaking of mail, we're here at the mail now. Uh, nothing about knots, though, yet. I don't know. There might be. Probably <laughs> from probably if Michael's emailed, but Michael hardly emails anymore. So All right. So our first email is from Giselle the Gazelle. Yeah. And uh, her subject line is, I am one with the force, and the force is with me. Yeah. Happy New Year, party people. I, I don't know about y'all, but I had the best Christmas break with my family and just got back from Florida this past Sunday. It was actually last week that she wrote in, so it wasn't she didn't just get back this past, past Sunday. We finished The Mandalorian, sad, and started watching uh, Pick of the Litter. It's so cute, and the little puppies they show at the beginning... I can't, e- I can't even handle how small and adorable they are. Now, let me say this. Reminder how I said Star Wars was snoozeville and totally not interesting. What the hell was I thinking? That was 2019 Giselle. <laughs> and she was dumb. <laughs> uh, I have officially seen every Star Wars movie ever made. We watched every one of them by release date. As the good Lord intended. And let me tell you, life changing. <laughs> oh my gosh. I love Han Solo. I love Ben Solo. I love Princess Leia. I love C3PO. Now that I've seen them all, I can say four, five, six, fast, one, two, three, trash, seven, eight, nine. Honestly, really good. Well, we watched Rise of Skywalker twice. And I cried several times. Such a great movie. Anyway, I hope y'all are doing well. Long time no see. Special congrats to Anthony and Rebecca for getting engaged. Can't wait for the wedding. Can it please be Star Wars themed? May the force be with you. Giselle, a.k.a. Giselle Solo, because I would marry Han anytime, any place. <laughs> Now, Anthony, I need to hear your response on her, uh, basically her... Uh, first of all, we don't talk bad about the prequels here. Uh, that is forbidden. We love all Star Wars. We don't talk about anything uh, unless you want to throw jabs at the holiday special. That's allowed, <laughs> but that's a given. Or even maybe even the Ewok specials. But uh, we don't badmouth the prequels unless it's to specifically talk about bad dialogue. Because, Annie, you're breaking my heart. But uh, what was the other thing? Well, I just wanted your reaction on her basically saying that it was a snooze fill, and now she loves it. She came around. Well, good, as you should. <laughs> I mean, you're like completely the opposite of what most Star Wars fans are nowadays. So, I mean, it's, a, it's, a, it's refreshing to hear somebody uh, go from technically not liking it to... Loving it, even though you still hate on the prequels. But, I mean, you know, if anything, that just makes you a Star Wars fan. Uh, you know, because there's uh, plenty of those that go around. Uh, as long as you still uh, have things in the prequels that you enjoyed. Particularly Obi-Wan. Or Jar Jar. Sure. <laughs> <laughs> I just said Obi-Wan because, uh, you know, if you enjoy Obi-Wan in the prequels, it gets you even more hyped to uh, enjoy when the Kenobi series starts 
on Disney+. That's why I mentioned Jar Jar. So, oh, because there's a rumor Jar Jar is going to be in that? I doubt very much that's going to (laughs) happen. But I would... I would love for it to happen only because it would piss people off. Well, just considering that um, the actor who played him is having his own series on a game show, so maybe, you know, since he's coming back for that, right? you never know. All right, well, thank you for your email there, Giselle the Gazelle, and uh, hopefully we'll get to see you in the park soon. All right, next email is from Dan the Mailman, and his subject line is Happy 2020. Well, happy 2020, Mouse Pyre. It's been a while. Hopefully the holidays have been good to you. Where to start? Went to Olga's Cantina on December 23rd for our annual December 23rd trip. Diggs joined us as we tried some new drinks and got to experience the newest scene in Star Tours based on the Star Wars movie. I highly approve. They looked great. As opposed to crate? <clears throat> right. <laughs> The movie you asked? Well, great enough to see three times before I went back to work. Apparently, we will be meeting next week to discuss it. Visited the park several times on break to get the most out of Christmas and then visited again right after Christmas time ended. It's almost sad, but there's always fun to be had. I know, I like the, I, I, I like the, that's my favorite time of the year is Christmas in the parks. And, uh, yeah, I didn't get to see it go away, but I guess it's gone. So, see ya. (laughs) There is way more I could uh, cover about what we did. I'll talk some more next week live in studio. Dan out and Happy New Year to all the listeners. Special shout out to Rachel who sent a lovely package of baked goods to me. It was all very tasty and I can't thank you enough. Well, there you go, Rachel. He enjoyed your cookies, too. And next week when he's here, we'll ask him uh, which one he uh, liked the best. Maybe he'll be uh, on the list with uh, gingerbread. All right. Well, thank you for your email there, Dan the Mailman. And we'll see you next week as we discuss nothing but Star Wars. Yeah. All right. So, hey, um, if you guys uh, seen Star Wars Rise of Skywalker? and you want to get in on the action as we talk about it next week, let us know what you thought of it. If you want to rank them from, um, you know, from the prequels to the first start of Star Wars and uh, and after, and you want to rank, uh, also you want to throw in, um, uh, what was the other one? Um, Solo and... Um, Rogue One. Rogue One. We want to rank all those. So what's that? That's what? Uh, 11. 11 movies. 11 movies. So if you want to rank all those and put those in order, you can do that. Let us know what you liked about uh, Rise of Skywalker, what you didn't like about it, all that kind of we stuff. We just don't want no hate-filled garbage from you. I doubt we're going to get any hate I don't think so either, <laughs> but I'm just warning you right now that if you have any intentions of giving us any any of your any uh, stupid internet-type uh, dumbness, uh, then you can send that to somebody who cares. Uh, but if uh, you don't send that stuff and send us what we ask for, all you have to do is email us. Mousepire at gmail.com. Uh, make sure you, that the emails are specifically about uh, stuff for the Star Wars episode uh, specifically says Star Wars at the top in the subject line. That's all. Do you have a special occasion coming up? Looking to personalize your trip with a keepsake? Create customized buttons for birthdays, engagements, family vacations, even bridal parties. 
or just because. Check out buttonsbydigs.com today. Buttons by Digs. Buttons by Digs. Remember, those are buttons, not pins. That's going to do it for this episode of the Moss Pirate Podcast. Happy New Year. Yeah. It's a new year, and um, lots of new things are coming to the parks. Of course, uh, magic happens is coming. It's magic. It's magical. Oh, no, not that. <laughs> not that one. Not that one. No. Rise of the Resistance opens on Friday. Shit. Oh. <laughs> uh, yeah, be uh, prepared for all the madness that's going to happen on Friday if you're going to be in the parks. Lunar New Year starts on Friday also. You might want to stay in D- DCA and uh, enjoy the festival over there. You have all the fatness going on. You have entertainment. And... Um, you have uh, Mulan. Yeah. So, yeah, check that out. Also, real quick, I just remember that uh, they announced that they have, uh, You did you see the tiki bowls they have that you can buy when you buy a uh, Dole Whip? Yeah, I saw that. Uh, isn't there like four of them or something like that? It seems yeah, very, there's four different ones. Like it would be very difficult to get them all. Uh, I don't know, because how much are they expensive? They're $14 each. Yeah, so. Plus, yeah, I'm pretty sure plus the Dole Whip, right? So, right. yeah, so if you guys are interested in that, you can go head over to uh, Tropical Hideaway and get your Dole Whip Bowl, $14 each. What else is going on? I mean, that's enough right there. Rise of the Resistance. Good luck. <laughs> be ready. Crowds. Right. Lots of crowds and expect the parking to be a madhouse also. Especially if they if they really do allow NAM to park at uh, Toy Story. I would hope that uh, Bullseye would be open at that point. Right. And uh, just uh, if you guys don't have already getting notifications from if you guys plan on showing up late at all in the day or even past noon or 11, depending, uh, just uh, if you guys don't already have notifications from uh, Parks Blog or any of the social medias, make sure you guys have those. Actually, it's been uh, Disneyland AP has been the one that mostly posts uh tweets out about the uh, parking lot closures so uh, that way you can avoid trying to go to the parking structure when it's already closed <laughs> there we you go told you guys before so yeah. uh, if you don't listen that's your problem <laughs> uh, don't forget uh, next week we'll be recording our uh, Rise of Skywalker uh, review show and uh, if you guys have any comments or anything about that email, email us mousefire at gmail dot com uh, subject line Star Wars for that. Uh, if you guys have anything to say about knots or anything you guys want to talk about this year about Knotts's 100th anniversary, uh, email us uh, that with knots, and then uh, just anything else, just email us. There you go with whatever subject line you creatively come up with. Yeah. Hey, don't forget to go get the Millennium Falcon popcorn fry bucket. Yes. <laughs> not a bucket it's just the millennium falcon it's pretty cool yeah, it's it, it's actually uh with the way uh, a very clever uh uh i'm not gonna say a woman because you know you don't have to be a woman but a very clever person could turn it into a purse or uh you know object carrier, <laughs> object uh, carrier. because of the way that it is because uh the way the strap is it it goes like this so faces downward it faces the da- downward where the Dog. cockpit is facing down yes and, dog. Uh, when you open it, even though the hatch opens upwards, uh, your your opening is down here. So you could actually fit like a wallet, 
her, uh, you know, keys uh, and stuff in here. I wouldn't recommend using the same strap if you were going to use it for a uh, purse, but it, I could definitely see a clever uh, cosplayer uh, particularly turning this into some sort of a purse device. Uh, particularly, uh, I could almost guarantee that Star Wars Celebration, you might see some Han Solo cosplayers, uh, female cosplayers, particularly using that as like a uh, purse device. Uh, and if they're not, then I'll be surprised. So, uh, <laughs> yeah, go get that. Uh, of course, uh, social medias haven't changed. Do you know what they are? Mousepire on Facebook, at Mousepire on Twitter and Instagram, and Mousepire on the Snapchats. I thought you were asking me. Oh, no. <laughs> uh, I just want to uh, say that uh, anybody who's expecting, uh, uh, you guys already know how long it took him to get on Snapchat. So if you're expecting him to get on TikTok anytime soon, maybe in a couple of years when that's almost dead. <laughs> Should I get on TikTok? Well, I mean, it, the word is that TikTok tech has basically replaced uh, Snapchat. So, I Oh, mean, is that what it is? Yeah. It, oh, I didn't hear that part yeah, yet. I did. I just got the memo recently. Oh, so okay. Apparently, uh, tech, uh, Snapchat is uh, old news, oh. and uh, TikTok is the new Snapchat. I have so. another one that I uh, was trying to think about getting on. Um, I forgot what it's called. But I don't know if I'm going to do it or not. It's kind of maybe like a TikTok-ish thing, but it's more towards uh, like people who just like to talk on video and stuff like that. Well, I think what happened is that all of the you know kids who thought they had the corner marketed on Snapchat, all the adults started finding out about Snapchat, and the corporations and all them started moving using right. Snapchat, and they're like, well, this ain't cool no more, so let's start our own shit. So that's why they got TikTok now. That's their thing now. <laughs> So, um, well, like I said, he'll get on there. We'll see. I don't know. It's hard to even if, do if Snapchat. Let's just say if there's anybody out there who would actually prefer him to be on TikTok over Snapchat, if you get enough people saying that, then perhaps he would consider it. But if there's people who just want him fine with him staying on Snapchat, then he'll stay on Snapchat. And I know he don't want to have create more work for himself. Exactly. You know, he barely figures out to do Snapchat. Exactly. So. <laughs> All right, I also barely figure out how to put my stuff on Instagram myself, so you can follow me over there at, at Baloo1313. Also, follow buttons by Diggs on Instagram. There you see a button always going out. Hey, don't forget, you can uh, support the podcast by heading over to dgpclothing.com. Get your mouse part gear or get your own gear, uh, custom-made uh, apparel for any occasion. They also have a new, uh, basically doing some new stuff. They'll be coming out soon. I hinted at that, uh, I hinted at that last time. Um, almost ready to send my samples out to uh, advertise what I can do. So look forward to that. Also, you can help support the podcast by heading over to uh, patreon.com slash mousepire. Don't forget you can catch Mousepire on the YouTubes. Just search Mousepire Podcast. And also you can catch it on radio.com. And, of course, we're on... Uh, Stitcher and uh, uh, all the other stuff. So, you know, you know where you can find us. Yeah. And until next time, remember, resolutions are for quitters. So for Anna, Elsa, Olaf, and Kristoff, I'm Anthony. And I'm Diggs. Bye. Bye. <laughs>
all original stuff is ours and property of mousepire.com. All right, I gotta go. Bye. So for Anna, Elsa, Olaf, and Kristoff, I'm Anthony. And I'm Diggs. And I'm not ready. (laughs) 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 Lunar New Year starts this weekend while while, Lunar New Year starts this weekend while Put that in your fucking uh, (laughs) outtake.